This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 213 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Dr. Maggie Montrum. Now she is with Lap of Love. Dr. Maggie, how are you doing? Hi, I'm, I'm good. I'm having a good day. Yeah, well, terrific. Well, you're always having a good day, I'll yeah, bet. I do. I do tend to have a lot of good days. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So let's start, Dr. Maggie, with Lap of Love. Tell us what that's all about. So Lap of Love is a company that was started about 10 years ago. Um, it's a it's a in-home hospice and end-of-life service for your pets. So it's, I'm a veterinarian in the area, so a lot of times I'll come into your home and I'll help you say goodbye to your pets in the comfort of your, in where they're most comfortable. Wow. Wow. That is such a neat, neat service. And, um, you know, having gone through that, I don't know what you call it, you know, um, bringing our dogs to the vet mm -hmm. at the end was uh, extremely difficult and painful, as you well know. And the, I, we weren't, we weren't, and I know you talk with Barb, uh, mm -hmm. uh, we weren't even aware that there was such a thing. So, you know, no. when we heard about it, we're like, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense. Yeah, it's, it's something where we're kind of one of those things you, you don't know you need until you need it. Yeah. Um, but it's something that, you know, our pets, we love them, they're our family. And unfortunately, they don't always like seeing the doctor. So they yep. tend to get a bad, bad connection with their going to the vet clinic. You know, no mm. dog loves to go to the vet clinic, except <laughs> for the rare golden retriever who loves treats. But, um, you know, when it comes to that to that last appointment, it, it really is sometimes it's hard to bring them into a place that they may not be the biggest fan of. Um, so we're, we're here in the area to, to help you guys mm. in the home where they feel the safest usually. Yeah. So what, what area do you cover? Uh, so I cover almost all of Southwest Florida. So wow. Marco Island, all the way up to, I've had appointments up in Inglewood. So uh, Collier, mm -hmm. Lee and Charlotte. So, so it's a little bit wow. of a territory, but I do have another doctor in the area who does help. So yeah. we're, we're here for people seven days a week. Okay. Seven days a week. And then in your free time, you're a veterinarian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so free time is is definitely, uh, I tend to spend a lot of it with my dog. Um, he's kind of my, my ride or die. We tend to go all sorts of places. The dog park is his favorite. Um, and a lot of times if I'm not at work, um, I'm usually either at home, obviously, uh, hanging out with my dog or with my family who all live in the area. We all live about a mile apart. So we tend, oh, wow. <laughs> we tend to be a very close family. That's wonderful. So then how did you get into the veterinarian world? What was your journey like? I have to say, well, I mean, I think like every veterinarian, I, I love animals. So mm -hmm. it's one of those careers you don't go into unless you truly love them because they don't always love you back. Um, <laughs> so I, I uh, went to vet school. Um, I went, did my undergraduate at Ohio State, went to vet school in the Caribbean. So that was a, a definitely an interesting experience. Smart. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lived next to the beach. It, it was a good Good decision. Um, right. I did my clinical year at University of Florida, and then I moved back here to practice on uh, just regular practice for about three years. Um, and that's when I kind of got into, you know, I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing right now. But, uh, you know, the gray, that gray face, when they get that old face, those guys have become yeah. really my passion, you know, getting them that 
you know, whether it be a little bit extra good time or helping them say goodbye. That mm-hmm. That's where I fell into a lap of love when they're looking for a doctor in this area. I was like, that's it. That's what I want to do. I want to help people. I want to help people spend spend good moments with their uh, pets. And how long have you been involved with Lap of Love? Uh, I started with Lap of Love about a year and a half ago. Yeah. So it's been it's been definitely an adventure for me. I never I, I drive a lot, <laughs> so I, I, like I do do a lot of driving. But I get to meet the absolute best people. Uh, mm. I I can have a very hard job. I see people usually on their worst days, mm. and usually they're making impossible decisions uh, for their loved ones. And so I come in meeting these families off these families and the pets for the first time. Um, and I, I help counsel them to let them know, you know, sorry, my cat's in the way. Oh, I would expect that. <laughs> Only in a veterinarian's home. There better be a bunch of pet interruptions here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, there will be. But uh, yeah, I get to meet people people when they're having a hard time and I like to you know I get to meet them on the worst days and I like to reminisce about their pet mm-hmm. and I get to hear the best stories so it, it's yeah. definitely a different job and it's got to be so reassuring you know as, as pet owners it's 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 always that when question you know and, yeah. and you don't know how how much suffering is going on with your pet always usually yeah. hardly ever and and to have someone with your expertise and i spent some time on the website and you guys do a great job of educating <laughs> and all that but to be able to to have you dr maggie you know share with <laughs> the pet owner you know that they're making the right decision that reassurance is has got to be so just just wonderful for them even though it is the worst day i think that's probably one of the biggest you know people will always tell other people, you'll know when it's time or, or they'll give you a look. And I, I kind of find that's one of the biggest myths is that sometimes they don't give you a look and it's hard to know when it's time, especially for those, those conditions where it's not that, you know, they're, they're immediately sick. It's that they have something that's more long-term like arthritis or uh, doggy dementia or, you know, with, with, I lost my golden a year ago to cancer and, I thought I was going to be prepared for this because this is my job. It's what I do right. every single day. And I still mm. trying to get my head and my heart on the same page. It's hard. And yeah. so I know I struggled with it. So I'm here for those families and helping them make that decision. Um, when is, when is the best time? Cause there's, I don't think there's ever like that exact right moment. You have that period of time where you know that their illness is, is causing them discomfort and reducing their quality of life. And, that's when I come in and help counsel. Yeah. yeah. But Dr. Maggie, how about myths? Are there any myths that you hear or deal with in your world? Oh gosh. I mean, <laughs> veterinary medicine is full of myths and, yeah. and that could be a whole podcast in itself. But um, really what I, I kind of, what I just said is that, that people are expected to know when it's time. Yeah. And, and I don't think that they give you that look. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've rarely had people tell me that, oh my gosh, they looked at me today and I just know that's, they gave me the look and they're ready. Um, a lot of times they're, they don't want to disappoint us. <laughs> and so they, they want to keep going and doing everything they can to make us happy, even when it causes them discomfort. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So how about when you aren't driving all over <laughs> Southwest Florida and, and helping 
families with their pets. What do you do for fun? Oh, gosh. Well, pre-COVID, uh, travel. I did a lot of traveling. Uh-huh. Um, wow. yeah, I love, uh, going so you're, to- you're traveling all day in your car and then in your free time, <laughs> it's like, I need to do more travel. Yep. Yep. If I have an opportunity to go somewhere, I do. I love tra- like cruising was a big thing for me. Um, uh, that's on pause for a little bit. I'll get back to it. Um, other than that, uh, when I'm not, you know, doing things, it's hanging up with the dog or going to breweries. We're a big fan of breweries. Ah, there you go. So that sounds like lots of fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Any recommendations? Uh, Love Fort Myers. Fort Myers Brewery. Can't go wrong there. Crazy Dingo is a good time. They also have animals and it's all outdoors. So you can go feed the cows and uh, maybe maybe the goats. Definitely a fun time there. That's great. Love it. Love it. (laughs) So how about from a hardship standpoint uh, something that you've been through could be business could be personal that you now look back and say i'm better for it i'm stronger anything come to mind oh gosh um I, i'm gonna stick with the most recent hardship and i think everyone's facing it is covid i mean mm-hmm. beyond just it being crazy pandemic time is it's it's changed a lot of veterinary medicine for us i mean i don't know if anyone's gone to the veterinary clinic lately but it's not the same experience as what it used mm-hmm. to be. A lot of times you're sitting in your car and yep. your pet goes inside without you, which is really hard because I know I'm, I love being with my dog. Um, yeah. But he actually, yeah. he does better when he's away from me. Um, but that, that leads to, you know, even just with us, you know, I'm going into homes and I'm in very close contact with, with people. It's sometimes it's very hard to social distance appropriately when I'm, you know, helping someone who's holding their pet in their lap. Um, So a lot of that is for us is adjusting and wearing our mask. And, um, you know, when I can, I take step backs, but the biggest hardship is kind of losing that, uh, losing that sense of being able to comfort someone through giving Mm -hmm. them a hug or, you know, sometimes words just aren't enough when you're losing your best friend. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. How about if uh, there was one thing you wish people knew about lap of love, what would that be? So probably the one thing I want people to know is that we're there for them seven days a week. There's someone going to, that someone will answer the phone and help you with, you know, whether you need to make an appointment or maybe just talk with someone about it. I have to say that, you know, in this area, we have two doctors, uh, me and Dr. Desiree, but we have a group of dedicated staff who answer the phone 20 or uh, 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., I believe. Wow. And um, they're there to help you. And if you need our help or if you just need to talk to someone, they're there. That's terrific. So then speaking of talking and helping, uh, how can our listeners find you guys? Where should we send them? Best way to locate us is going first to the website, uh, which is just lapoflove.com. Um, and that can you type in your zip code and it brings up our phone number, which if you're interested is 239-204-2404. It's probably the one phone number I have memorized lately. That's, that's a good phone number. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So Dr. Maggie, really appreciate it. Woo, did you hear that? I did. I did. I mean, that, that was like right out in our backyard. I probably see smoke out there. Um, but anyway... <laughs> We better end this. I think that was a sign. Before we lose that power. (laughs) (laughs) 
Great talking with you. We wish you the absolute best. You too. It was a joy to talk with you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.